live now. Capital 263. What time is it? Keep it real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. Welcome to Keep It Real Fridays. I am your social architect, Celatine. And I'm Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce. What's good, Brian? Uh, just chilling, man. I mean, it was a week of. Yeah, my DJs are so nice. Yeah, my DJs are so nice. Yeah, my DJs That one really pissed me mm. off, to be honest. I got no kind words for people who only want to show face when they got bad things to say. What's up, Sir Christina? I ain't got no kind words for such people. Yeah. If you really want to be helpful, then mm. at least show up and be balanced. She said you can call her. She asked I you to call her. Give her a call. I, I told her I'm not calling her. But anyway, I need call I've got some, some kind words for somebody out there. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the subscriptions and the reviews on iTunes. Chi Chi Chi. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you. What you mean? I, you've got, you've got you can like, chime in. You can I, chime in and speak for yourself. You're your sense, own, you're your own man. Kind of sense of I, I can't speak for you, Brian. This is Keep It Real Fridays. You can't say we appreciate you. So can I? Can you I? Can't can, say I that. can I make some opinions on your behalf on this segment? I never said that. So so then, we, Saka, you think I don't, I don't appreciate? I don't them? know. Okay, I don't know, we. I, I'll be the bigger person here. <laughs> we appreciate you for everything that you do with the mm, love and support mm. that you show. Keep It Real Fridays, including. All the haters mm. What's up Sokostina Okay In the news What's going on <laughs> <laughs> Anyway Just, just a uh, quick update You know that whole Kiki versus uh, DJ Mark's thing Oh really, yeah It's really getting out of control In my mentions On, on my thread uh, in H, 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 but, H. But, but Mark mm. seems to have Settled that one though Mark seems to be Doubling down on it He's not uh, taking back anything. Do you know what? Mm. Let me let me let me let me explain something about my show. Guy doubling down. We're just like I'm gonna podcast new turn on. It's not all level. Okay, doubling down is basically when someone is in a risky position. They keep on doing riskier things. I doesn't even. He, uh, Mox did not even like uh, hold back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna plug what Mox had to say here? Yeah. Sure. Let's let's get into it. Moxinator. You, you played the diss track. Why are you playing the diss track? And you still remember on Thursday, what did I say? When, when you told me that that track was number one on the hip-hop charts. I said the people have spoken. The people have spoken. So, you know, here comes another thing. You know, when you're on your timelines as a celebrity, you have to be, in as much as you're throwing out all that craziness, you also have to be kind of, it has to have a strategy to it because she created a monster here. Okay. Because let me start with where I was told this beef started from. Apparently, Holy 10 was on her timeline while she was freestyling and he said you call those bars and then she quickly hit him back and said yo you're just a forgive me for using this word you're just a $15 nigga uh, you will never blow up unfortunately you know even Justin Bieber said never say never and she said never and well never have never happened again you know he blew up now everyone knows there's a kid called Holy 10 20 years old who has put her to the ground and she cannot reply she's going after everyone who's playing the track 
And she's complaining about airplay and everything else and stuff like that. But she's not willing to follow it up and really do what needs to be done when it comes to airplay. I mean, Job Razor will come here. She said she came through with her uh, music and stuff like that. Didn't even send a DM just to say, you know what, I just dropped my music. Nothing. Nothing. Here is to everyone who was on the timelines listening, watching the whole thing. Okay. And I didn't respond because I didn't want to fall into the trap that everyone else was falling into. The trap of being sidetracked. Do not get sidetracked. The issue is the the the, the diss track. The diss track is lit. The diss track is amazing. I have not heard a diss track like that in a while here in Zimbabwe. And of course, we've hosted enough the beefs from Kelvin to POI, Junior Brown, the legend himself, who you could probably not body even if you were sleeping. And, you know, uh, we hosted his with Kelvin. We played their tracks back to back. Let's do. Let's get back to the basics. Let's get back Somebody to the basics. Somebody drop the diss track, right? You s- yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Drop the diss track. DJ Marx, please, um, it was listened to. Okay, fine. You can drop that track. Okay. The track was dropped. The track um, was dropped. The person who was just received that track, heard the track, but could not reply. Could not to reply to the, the person who dropped the track, but replying to the person who, uh, who played the track. the track. Okay. We have to be there in the commentary. Could you got bodied? So what are you going to do? Are you going to come back and diss the guy? Or you going to need assistance? Because of, oh, I, I, that's what I heard is happening right now. And I'm sure when the diss track that's coming out, which apparently is also aimed at DJs who are playing this track okay. and DJs from the other station and okay. stuff like that, um, we are actually in it. But you know what? It doesn't matter. We don't care. We'll we'll censor those parts out. They, they're for the streets. We'll, we'll cut those parts <laughs> out, but we will play the track and uh, measure it up against Holy 10 once again. And just so you know, the problems keep mounting because I was speaking to Holy 10. He got in touch, and guess what? He's got another one. I could have Zambara about this track. Naira diss track. Mm. Respond to the diss track. We want to hear the diss track. Because at the end of the day, we are going to play the diss track. Vano yimba. Vachingo yimba. Vano spakwa. Vachingo spakwa. All right. That was Mox with mm. zero regrets. Very brazen with his truth. I think Mox is being a bully though. How do you say Big so? bully. How? How can you say well, I, I don't I didn't play because even when you did drop your off your music, you didn't DM me. So does everyone who needs to get played by Marx need to drop him a DM? No, you know, sometimes you can get busy and <laughs> some things can just, you know, fly past you. Nah, it happens. Nah, 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 nah. It, it happens. Nah. I mean with the with the volumes those guys take in daily. Even it's, as it's, a, as, it's, it's possible. Uh, I have nothing against Marx, but even as a media person, I know you actually supposed to be like the mediator as well. Maybe in, in, short, short media. So if you're taking a side, like even when, no, I respect him yeah. that he addressed the issue mm. and he doesn't seem to be like saying I'm never gonna play your tracks. He actually said, "Hey, if sure. you got a track, put it on." Even if you're dissing us, put it on. Though he says he'll censor that bit, but uh, see, he's, see, he's not playing fair. Really. <laughs> Keep it real, you know. The, the show is not called uh, Keep well, It Real. Uh, it's called TXO Box. on Star FM. Now Kiki's actually like the underdog in this, you know. Uh, I think I think maybe in the beginning Kiki bullied him. Oh, Holy Ten, and then now 
Marcus Bully and Kiki. Yeah. I don't wait a Let's keep uh, it. I just want Kiki <laughs> to just hit a fire track, man. That's all I'm waiting for. I don't think Kiki. she'll respond. I think she will, but I'm, I'm so. just scared on how she'll, hard it will be in comparison to Holy Ten's track. She'll probably send the mafia to sort that out. Um, you know, that, that's what queens do. Queens do. She's got soldiers on deck to sort it out for. Soldiers on deck. She doesn't on, on deck. Oh, on deck. Okay. Maybe. she's one of those <laughs> she males. What you saying? Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. Just keep it moving, me and my big mouth. Keep it moving. What's up, Socostina? Capital K's brother got shot. Guy, I thought maybe he got shot somewhere else. Zimbabwe, bro, like near yeah. Belgravia there, like he just got caught in crossfire and pa 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 pa. Dude gets shot. I think he got shot twice. And even got shot at I think he managed to get out of the car. And run. I think that's adrenaline right there. Like you still no, that's shock. You got shot, flight. but you're still running. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. I hope they really sort that one out. And funny enough, it was never like I didn't see a headline on that. It was really on the hush hush. They they need to, <laughs> It's it's just sad. Should we make it a headline? Are we safe? We do. Mm. Sure. The, the, uh, <laughs> okay, let's leave it to politics. Let's leave it to politics on Zab beyond Futit. on Capital Two Six. But anyway, our prayers are going out yeah. to Cap City and his family. Mm. Uh, it's a good thing that the guy, you know, he's recovering. He, I saw Cap City's uh, update. The guy is recovering. He's at home. Mm. But unfortunately, the lady is with. I'm hearing the 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 damage was a bit more severe. Come on. But our prayers are with uh, her and her family as well. Prayers go up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And on a lighter note, there was another six sex tape leak this past week. I know it's not hip hop, but we know we talk. I think six six tapes belong to the hip hop fraternity. Papa and Ong Rasta, Darong Waribo, Manunzi, Jetty Star. And when I saw that name, I thought it was Marcus Mafia's Monica as well. I thought it was Marcus Mafia when I heard the name. Ah, but that's when I started, I was like, ah, no. Ah, but that chick kind of gonna coin She's got a body for days But you know what I, that was, uh, uh, Friends Friends of Her friends were defending her Online saying She was probably Unfit mentally At the time And facing Battling depression Shame Sorry Sorry sorry. So, sorry to her for that But she really I don't know She really seemed control In control of all that She even held the camera At some point And look, even gave I some I don't know man. Hey. It's just a good hey, Mental health What 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 say, You know it's, it's best to just leave it And just be quiet Because people are saying, hey, We dude, just saw the sex tape That's what we wanted to see That's all people dude, wanted dude to say Dude was taking I'm, advantage I'm for people Okay the, Who says the dude was taking advantage I saw someone saying Dude was taking advantage of her, What not what She didn't I, You know what We spent too much time on this It's not hip hop Next Anyway <laughs> Get well Terry Get well Get well The next bullet What we got Ah, Zim Connect. You know, I was actually partying with Stan on, on on Sunday. Tell us about it. And I didn't know. And then I, when I wake, <laughs> like uh, mid afternoon later on, I, I see dude is already snapping and he's in the UK. So I'm like, what? So there's Zim Connect 18 going on right now. Stunner, XQ, Trevor Dongo, Amara Brown. They out there. Shout out to it. them, man. Shout out to them. I think it's going down. Amara's performing uh, this Saturday, so I'm not sure if, if uh, Stunner is performing on the same day as well or if they've got like different days. But I think the UK is quite lit. It's the place to be. Y'all better kill it. Indigo. Represent Zimbabwe. So if you're listening from the UK, you need to pull up on Daradzi. Exactly. And Queen Mukoko. 
Mm-hmm. And Mr. Pudidi. I don't know what Shiva Dongo's nickname is. Yeah, you know. Ameno as Riogruane Gunduru. No comments. Uh, Mr. Tongo to Mr. Black Belt. That's never used. I refuse to comment. <laughs> I refuse to laugh. Pangwe Black Belt, Yashune is for receiving blows. This guy keeps going on. My goodness. Sorry, Trevor. Sandrove. Ah, but Aurove, I saw the video somewhere. I'm joking. Next. I bumped into Jeezy. Speak my people. Jeezy, what's up, dude? Hey, Jeezy's a cool guy. Jeezy, Trey Young. Dude, dude is always laid us. back, Jeezy. Very laid back. Always laid back. Yeah. When the time is right, guys. When you see us putting them on, on, on posters and whatnot, on those flashy posters, cuff posters, then you know, okay. Keep yeah. the real Friday's posters. <laughs> then nah, you know, man. okay. It's about to get lit. And Changamira Festival is going to kick off at... Uh, What's that? What's that? What's that? Chitsu restaurant? Chitsu restaurant. Chitsu When is it? Date? Saturday? Tomorrow. Yeah. Stay tomorrow. Happening. It's going down. So make sure you pull up on the scene and just uh, dap up with Zimboy over there and just see what the artists have to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's about it. That's it for the news. That's it for the news. But just to recap on some of the feedback from last week, people really love that major players plug. That song we played. People loved it. They were like, but they don't have a, a Twitter account. <laughs> major players, y'all need to do something, man. Can I come back? Can I, I, think it, I think it's only Chilla who's still somewhat in the game. He's yeah, got one, one foot in the game. We need to talk to Chilla, man. Yeah. But uh, we're still uh, charging him, in, you know, because he can't add thousands or any of that. Oh, no, he's not active anymore. If he, someone hasn't checked out the game, we'll still charge you like you're in it. So, Chilla. <laughs> you you want to hate on a great? <laughs> no. So, Chilla. I'm just saying Chilla. He anyway, needs to come back. Speaking of greats, mm. uh, we're moving on to Give Me Five. Mm. Uh, okay, we're now moving on to Give Me Five. And then yeah. give, after Give Me Five, we're going to have one of Zim Hip Hop's uh, pioneers. Yeah. If not the... No, he's not actually. Because of... Uh, well, you're going to hear okay. a story. Okay. Ladies he, he actually checked out, so I got respect for him. So Yeah. Anyway. I could have been giving him the common fatso treatment. So it's Give Me Five next. Yeah. <laughs> You and give me and, and, and this is my guy right here, man. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a young gunner. I'm really comrade Fatso. Really you need to come for. here and shut this boy up. Like shut. seriously, he's been thre- he's been threatening to drop an album ever since we ever since that day when we. I think he needs to. He needs to like bumped into him. show you could he. Wow. Nice done. We got Kimmy Five coming up next, and then after that we got the special guest, Mister Herbert Schwanborn. Hey, be not. Talk ish about my, my, AKA my gunner. Yeah, man. Metaphysics. All right. In a beauty. I'm Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce, and this is Keep It Real Friday. And I am your social architect. No one gives a shit. Keep It Real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's up? Keep It Real Fridays. It's Fuchi. I'm a hip-hop artist, fashion designer, founder, and CEO of Grind City Grind Time, which is a clothing line and a music group with other artists in the record label. I won the Best Performance Act with Kiki Badass at the Changa Media Hip Hop Award, Best Hip Hop Group, Best Hip Hop Brand, and Best Newcomer Nominee. My music group, Grind City Grind Time, is dropping a mixtape in the first quarter of the year. 
titled Young and Hungry. You have to look out for that one. You know, new videos coming out very soon. I have a track on deck with my cousin Shuva titled Batata, which is a motivational trap song for all the street hustlers who are hustling in the streets. Hanzi, boys rangure patara, hustle seekers up patara, patara ndakava kudara, been grinding since 19 kudara. So keep it real with me and rate my song out of 10. Keep it real Fridays. G, 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 G. It's Fuchi representing Grind City Grind Time. Keep it real Friday. Fuji considers himself an up and coming. To me, it feels like he's already up there with the Kiki badasses and the Marcus Mafias. I wouldn't consider them for Gimme Five, but I guess these are humble beginnings. Anyway, uh, I'm just gonna say this: I'm not really a fan of trap music, so yeah, this might this might lean a certain way. But let's ignore that and put across the facts that uh, this is. Let's ignore the facts that it's from a Zimbabwean and we Zimbabweans like shitting on everything Zimbabwean. Uh, 
This put aside that it's from Fuchi and he's the he's in Kiki Badass's entourage. This track, I think, would set any club on fire. I think it would set any party on fire. If you didn't know who he was or who he's affiliated with or whether you don't like them or whatnot, you would bop your head. The chick you're with would definitely rotate that booty like it's got bearings in it. So with that put in mind, I think this track does its job. So I'm going to give this track a rating of. A straight six out of ten. I'm Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce, and this is Gimme Five on Keep It Real Fridays. Keep it locked. Keep It Real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Welcome to Keep It Real Fridays. I am your social architect, Celatine. And I'm Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce. And today we've got another big homie in the building. Before we get there, though, rather in his building. We're actually outside yeah, actually his outside. building. Yeah. So this is in one of garden. the first, this is like the first time we've had an official Keep It Real Fridays episode in the away from our house. Okay. Except for the amplifieds. The, except for amplifieds, oh. yes, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the beast by the name Herbert Schwamborn. Yeah. AKA. AKA Mr. Physics. Metaphysics. <laughs> Metaphysics, what's up, my guy? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to the garden, Flamingo Gardens. Thank you. That's where we're at. It's very serene. I, I, I like the ambience. I really love the setup. And in the middle of it all, mm. There's this one small little pillar with like a plaque on top of it. Okay, what you call that thing? Uh, Zimmy Papa Wood. He's, he's got a Zimmy <laughs> Papa Wood in the, the middle of his garden. Yeah, sure yeah, to the point. Uh, what's that award for? Uh, I think that's a lifetime achievement award. Okay. I can't remember the year. You you looked at it last. Did it? Twenty twelve. Did they have a date on there? Yeah, it had like some markings. 2012. 2012. In 2012, 2012 yeah. I was awarded a Lifetime Achievement Hip Hop, Zimbabwe Hip Hop Award. Wow, that's that's six years ago. Yeah. yeah. And great at math. It sits outside in the garden. Why outside though? What if it gets stolen? Who's going to steal that? I don't know. <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know what? This, this is going to be... May, yeah, maybe you've just put the value up. <laughs> 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 Is this metaphysics way of saying these things are worthless? Uh, I was just, I was just, you should see ours, man. It's like a gold plaque. <laughs> oh, you guys got at least. Okay. Last year. We, we got one for Boom. Best Online Media last year. Keep yeah. it real Still fresh, still fresh. For, from who? From Hip Hop Awards? Zim Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they've stopped the... They've stopped these. Uh, who, who did these? They, they must have dropped on someone's Dominic. baby or something. And then they're like, okay. Let's just make these ones Which they just put on their walls Alright Alright right. I, 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 like I like the garden version Yeah This one yeah. I think this one If you're like a rapper But for some of us Were just like uh, The media guy so Ah okay So you so got this the This one packs. is more fitting Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool, But it's somebody cool, cool. Grabbing a mic We do use mics uh, Not tree In our field <laughs> Not tree It's just not for the Kill somebody bars Type mm. mics But but do you Do you feel that um, You've like Reached the pinnacle Of your success Or there's still a, a lot more to achieve as an artist. I don't know. I think yeah. uh, I'm I'm in retirement, man. Okay. I'm right. in retirement, right. so I'm just having fun with it. Right. You know, I stay busy, but uh, I think I had I had my peak, man, back mm. in the day already. Mm. So I'm I'm just enjoying early retirement, late yeah. retirement, whatever it is. Well, I think in hip hop, it's it's late retirement, isn't it? 
Uh, Probably 40, 40, 44, You're 45. 44 now, yeah. 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 So that's uh, very late retirement. That's, yeah, that's like late retirement very in hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. early retirement in Zim hip hop, that's like retiring at like 16. Oh, okay. You, yeah, so late, that's, late. that's what they call it. So, yeah, I, have, have I, have, I haven't retired though, but I'm kind of in the, mm. in the, you know, I, I still pick up the mic once, once in, in a while. Yeah. Metaphysics has an interesting background. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Your your mother's Zimbabwean. Yes. Your father's German. Yes. So how how was it like growing up in a, in a household with like two couches? Um. Okay. I mean, firstly, it was a really complex time to be born. Zimbabwe, mm. 1973 was actually Rhodesia. Okay. Um. On the eighth of December. Eighth of December, 1973. Born, born in the ghettos of Harare, 1973. Mm. I had a vision coming down like it was heavenly. Mm. I had no fear because I knew what she was telling me. Anyway, so bought, you know, bought up uh, during that time. I couldn't live with my dad because mm. of you know just the racial tension. Yep. So I grew up. I was born in Bari. Yeah. Uh, and then had to live in Westwood. Um, and then had to go to kindergarten or what you call nursery school here in Acadia. Mm. So it was a complex time, man. And um, I think the, the, the whole country was culturally divided. So it was for me the norm then, you know, to just grow up with all these divides. White people didn't associate with black people. Black people with coloreds always beefing. And so I, I grew up in a very, very hostile environment. Yeah. What was your, what was your nickname back then? I'm sure you had a nickname. Garadodi. <laughs> I did not I see that coming. You, you know what? I barely shit, but I also I also lived in Bari for a bit, so I had my own nickname. I'm not gonna say it today, so I know you better not kill yourself. So yeah. Telling me that nickname, yeah, so I know you you definitely have your own stripes out there. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. man. So yeah, it was a norm, man. So yeah. it was, I didn't feel, you know, because like I said, racial pressure was everywhere. So to mm. grow up in a mixed family was just like that's my sitcom. That's that's you know that's my world. So was there a point where, like after independence, your your parents were together? Now? Yeah, independence, uh, 1980. Mm. Yeah, you just told me today was Mugabe's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although so. you're not supposed to say that because people are not supposed to know that because this comes out on Friday, which will be the 23rd. <laughs> so now people know ah, that we're recording. Oh, that is too recorded. <laughs> maybe our yeah, son guy will. But I'd maybe our son song guy will scrub this up. <laughs> nah, you should nah, keep, keep it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, on, and honestly, yeah. for me, every day is a Friday anyway. Yeah. So yeah, after you know, like uh, independence, yeah, things most definitely changed. Um, like this neighborhood that we're in right now, mm. Mabel Rain, uh, all these houses were actually for the Rhodesian Air Force. So there was like only white people here. And 1980, they started fleeing like crazy. So these properties became mad cheap, which, you know, meant my dad could actually then buy my mom a crib, which is this crib. Mm. And I was one of the first people of color on the street. And within maybe a year to two years, mm. more and more, uh, neighbors started moving in. And yeah, it slowly became what it is now. So... Yeah, man, I think there was definitely leaps and bounds after yeah. independence. 
But as a, as a young person, you don't notice that. You just go with the flow, so. Because parents protect you from stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. You know, it, for, for me, more significant changes are the old black and white TV becoming the color TV. Yeah. The color TV becoming flat. The color TV getting a VCR. The VCR becoming a... It went from Betamax to VHS. We had we had we, the first VCR we got had that cable that long. It didn't have a remote that you with with the with the infrared. It had a cable, so you had to have like a twenty meter cable <laughs> from your VCR, and then to have the you know the the infrared remote, and then the flat screens, and then the let yo. So those are significant changes in my life, man. The rest, man, it is what it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And, and how like influential were your your parents in like helping you make a your career choice? It wasn't really a career choice. I think it was more influence of the neighborhood. This this neighborhood uh, had a lot of very talented MCs, break dancers, and just hanging out with the kids. Uh, in this hood just influenced me you know and I, I was always the kid who had either the, the beatbox or whatever it was so if kids wanted to do their tapes or whatever they'd end up coming here so I'd just by default end up being involved in what was happening at the time and that obviously then influenced and motivated me to participate in order to you know uh, uh, be part of those social groups that I found fascinating. Like the, you know, the the, the breakdance kids always went on adventures and stuff like that. And I was always the younger kid, so to go with the older kids yeah. on these adventures through the hood, whether it was like, uh, uh, I remember like a party at the church. Yeah. You know, they have, they used to have discos at the church and things like that. To be invited to those things just meant you know you were part of the older group. So that's that's where that influence came from. My Parents didn't really have uh, influence on that. Cause you know how uh, most African parents would be like, "No, you need to go to school." I'm oh, sure Ger- you Ger- Ger- German yeah. parents are worse. Like my Ger- my my dad was psh, that's all he believed in. Cause he he, he came he came back from you know he was born in uh, uh, Germany after World War Two. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for him, an education was just the way out of. Poverty, yeah. you know, especially coming from uh, a Germany that had been destroyed and they were building up. So it was all about education. So I, I think I was a great disappointment to him in the early <laughs> days. Um, but towards the end, he started appreciating what I do. You so. know, when, when they see the checks coming, that's when they start to believe. And say, especially okay, my right. checks started paying his hospital mm. bills. You know what I mean? So that's when it became very apparent to him that, wow. Okay, this this art form is actually keeping me alive at this point. <laughs> and it's actually good. All right, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be back with the living legend, Metaphysics. This is Keep It Well Fridays and I'm Brian Willis. No relation to Bruce. The social architect. And me. <laughs> Keep It Real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Yeah. One pause, I miss a girl. Enlisted International. Hey, I don't want to sell a party, come by. It's one more pen, one more gun. I promise you, so put a guy, man. Spada, fada, it's one pause, I miss a mountain, I mean, no stress. No stress, no stress, don't want to sell a no stress now. Mountain, I mean, no stress, no stress. 
stress no. Just press yeah. Any button that you want I'll flex yeah. I got you on my mind Yeah uh. Mommy you so fine Yeah Really can't picture me without you Plug in my ears What they say about you I ain't tryna hear that That about you They tryna fit it to me So I doubt you but in in that repeat up ukutera Dine tungura kawanda sikutera We can fix that with a bit of that Get you all you want Cause then it's full Alright, and we're back with metaphysics So my guy, I'm just curious Like, back in the 90s You know, people were always shopping for For, especially if you're like overseas I'm sure you're shopping for like international deals Was it like difficult at any point Or just kind of fell on your lap? Yes, so uh, like I was explaining, this neighborhood was one of the most influential hip-hop communities Mm. in the early hip-hop era of Zim Hip Hop. Yeah. Uh, we had everybody just blocks away. So we'd, you know, commune and do what we did. And um, yeah, my first group was called Lethal Language. And it was me and a partner called Terry Mahati, aka mm. Teller Rhyme, aka Kunta Kinte, exactly, aka okay. Terry Guns. Um, he is actually the guy who introduced me to the art form of writing my raps. Before then, I had actually, because of the break dances in the hood, I, I started off as a b-boy, mm. breaking, um, and it was at a school dance in Hallingbury, <clears throat> my primary school. I first went to Hake Park, and then I went to Hallingbury, yeah. which is all in the hood. Um, it was one of those school dances, and I was probably grade six. He was already grade seven, or probably already in form one at Prince Edward. And there was a breakdance circle, and we were in it, and we were going for it. And this kid, Terry, comes up, and instead of breakdancing, he did something that was totally unique. He started rhyming. And he started dissing me in his rhyme. Look at you, you just small. You got a head like a basketball. And oh, I, I cried. Tell me something. I cried. I cried. I cried. I cried. I cried. I wasn't prepared for that. Cause, it wasn't hey, ready. I was not ready for that. So the next day I made it a point to find that guy and ask him, dude, I've, I know I know about rap. I know about hip hop. But what you did, you were just, did you make that up? And he was like, yeah, that, what I did at the school, that was freestyle. I was like, because all I had been doing was listening to like Grandmaster Flash, those kind of things, and trying to learn those words. I didn't know that you could actually go out and do it yourself. So this kid started showing me the process of how to actually write write a rhyme. So the bully became a friend? Yo, became a mentor. Uh No, you know what I mean? So Shout out to Harari Hustler. And he was he was ill with a pen, mm. not only lyrically, but he he introduced me to the whole pen pal culture. Yeah, he used to write to all these people overseas okay. to get stuff. Yeah, so he'd always have the latest hip hop tapes. Uh-huh. Uh, he'd have the magazines, the write on, the uh, 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 the, the hip hop connections out of the UK. Um, What's the source? Out? No, not check yet. it, check it, check it. Listen to the story. <laughs> mm. So. <laughs> He started writing letters to to all these people, and he got us on. He got us first into hip hop connection in the UK, so we were featured in that. And around that time, the Source magazine had just launched. He managed to get us in the third uh, issue of the Source. We were in there. Um, he got us on BBC. It was, it was BBC One those days, but 
uh, it was a young DJ by the name of Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood played our stuff. Hold up. You know, just on the on the back of the way that this kid would write letters. You know what I mean? And you know because what? of that, sorry to interrupt you. Go um, ahead. Just to break it down for people, yeah. Team Westwood. If you Google one of Eminem's sickest freestyles, it was on Team Westwood's show. This is the same Team Westwood that he's talking about. Yeah. So now you're in. Now, the now they're in contact. He cancelled on us uh, last mid last year. Who Tim Westwood? <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to come to Zim. He had the oh, football okay. something. He got ill. He got nah, sick. He's, he's, but he cancelled yeah, on I, us. I think, I think Tim's on coke, man. <laughs> I think Tim Westwood has mood swings. Man. Yeah, I think I think he has mood this was, swings. This was the second time. This was the second time. Why would you bring election. Tim Westwood here? Uh, we heard he was coming. And ah, you, okay. you know, Zimbos and the love of international things. Okay, the people yeah, got excited. I mean, if he if he came, it would and be a good he, look. He got he cancelled on us like last minute. Yeah. So it was that Tim Westwood, love him or hate him. <laughs> yeah, so that that, that gave us the international exposure, the platform. So mm. we started getting record deals from Jive, from Zomba, mm. from uh, Delicious Vinyl. But one in particular was called Hollywood Basic, mm. and Hollywood Basic had signed up artists like Tribe Called Quest. They had Organized Confusion. They had a couple of other cats that you know went on to become. You know, hip hop's cornerstones, and yeah, Lethal Language was part of you know that roster. But unfortunately, just before we were supposed to fly off to go to uh, California, there's a bat flying around. It's ill, illest thing. Um, <laughs> before we were supposed to go to California, uh, the executive died, and his name was uh, Dave Funkin Klein. Oh, so shit. that was our record deal gone. And also, you know, because we went to the same high school um, with uh, Dumi Sani and his brother, mm. uh, Akim Ndlovu. They had access to go to states because their dad was a minister or whatever it was. So they just went and, you know, accessed our contacts, basically. This is how I think the story went down. And they ended up getting the deal and doing, uh, did that. Uh, doing damage in my native language Zimbabwe legit single that became the first like real hip hop um, video and first real hip hop single to come out of Zimbabwe so already from that time just through Terry's penmanship to get back to your question that's you know how we started accessing the market just by using the media um just by the skills he had of actually being able to structure a letter, you know, put the date, mm. you know, put your address. All of, he used to do it Shout nicely. Yeah, for real, man. He used <laughs> to do it nicely. And that kind of taught me how to access mm. whether it's, you know, whether whoever, man, how to write a letter. But like to know, like, how were the chicks like and who was like helping you like pick the right deal? Uh, in, in, in those days Any deal Was a deal You know what I mean We, we were happy to get Whatever we were getting mm. uh, 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 it, it didn't matter uh, We weren't doing it For the money That nope. didn't that, that concept Didn't even exist In our psyche mm. uh, We were just doing it To get out You know And to put Zimbabwe In fact Just to be Imagine like Issue 3 of the source And there's KRS-1 On the cover And you in the same pages Just to be sure. in those pages Was you know For us The reward That was just like Wow We are significant To this movement That we all loved Yeah So it wasn't even About the cash But I'm sure It gets to a point Where you're like Okay I've satisfied this need 
You grow. Yeah. You grow. I mean, what I'm talking about is Mama needs 12 to years old. That, mm. that, that was my exposure to the industry. So I was 12 years old when I was first in studio with these, you know, with these dudes. So by the time I was 14, 15, by the time I was 19, I already had albums. I was now signing significant deals. Mm. Uh, and that's when it became the next level of the, you know, of, of the game for me. You know, taking it serious to like actually build your own studio work with producers shop your cd your demo get the deals uh, um contractuals I, I was hit with my first record contract when i was 13 years old i couldn't sign it on my own i had to bring it to get reviewed by my parents because i was under the uh the legal age yeah. and they could they had no idea what a record contract was and i remember sitting in here what with them trying to figure out what is this what is <laughs> what is this even why is it so what was the thick? Man, was the money making sense oh, it was thick as well yo record contracts <laughs> back in the day are mad man they're crazy and i had a thick so much Bible fine print and my, my my, my parents couldn't, you know, they didn't know what to do. And, they, you know, they uh, didn't think of getting a lawyer or anything mm. like that. So already from like 13, I've had to do my own contractuals. I've had to do my own production. I've had to do, you know, and I've just continued. And you grow. That's what I'm saying. It's a growth. So with that become, you know, the checks get more relevant or whatever it is to mm. the point that I started actually being able to make a living from this. All right, all yeah, right, all right. And and your little brother also saw the success, and I'm sure he was like, okay, I want to be I, like my boots. Not really. I think I kind of pushed him into that. Oh, he, really? he had definitely other interests. He's like a, a basketball. Okay, we're talking about Cat. culprit. Culprit for real. Uh, culprit was more in, into basketball, but I was pushing him already since he was a kid. Mm. Um, I was getting him jingles like the Flavor Raver commercial. Mm. I think he did like maybe two or three commercials by the time he was like eight or nine years old. Right. And I'd give him his money, you know. I'd like be like, okay, you see this, this is yours. You earned it. You earned some so too. I think he had <laughs> uh, he had he had in the background already that mm. if he ever needed to, he could make money off this. He just yeah. have to. He grew up in it, but it was never his passion. And then, you know, I think um, just as he grew older, he developed and sharpened his skills to a point that he thought, okay, why not? I'll just, you know, I can do it. I will do it for the money. But I, I really wouldn't say that culprit is as passionate as I am about hip hop. I think he's just so exposed to it. He can do it. On the whim, you know. So what I mean? basically, he's more like profit oriented, and you were you were like more purpose, like something you love. Um, His purpose is yeah. longevity. You see, he he grew up just being able to see it translate into money. When when we did it, there was no peers to take example from. We had to learn how to create our industry. Uh, grandma and pop shop or whatever they used to sell records here was. Far from our minds. That was like you couldn't access those platforms, you know. So we had to learn how to create the platform. And he was born when platforms existed. And kid, we were coming back home, counting money or whatever it was uh, from a commercial or whatever. So he grew up knowing the economy of of the industry. So I think it's just part of that growth as well. You know, so. That's quite deep. At least he he had some someone to look for a look out for. So, but I'm I'm just interested. Um, you know what did I want to say? 
maybe maybe I can explain <laughs> okay, this. Okay, yes. <clears throat> I, I I'm going to pronounce the, the name of your group. So let me let Brian Brian, <laughs> Brian say. No, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about the group. But I'm based on the history you just given uh, us. Um, comparing those days and the artists that we have in Zim today, right. what do you think that the artists of today are doing right, and what do you think they are doing? Wrong. I think they're doing everything right and wrong. I think we had a at a new defining point of the industry where uh, your podcast could reach a very wide audience, or it could reach nobody. True. Uh, and you could spend hours and hours looking at the analytics, trying to figure out why is Dingy podcast having twenty million and. Our podcast only has whatever it is, mm-hmm. yet we're on the same platform. What are they doing right that we're not doing right? And I think we live in a, in a, in a complicated time now where uh, everything is so accessible, but it's also very hard to be significant in that. Sure. And you look at those who are significant and you just wonder what, how? This, you know, Gucci man, Gucci man, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, whatever it is, you know, whatever the kids are gravitating to. And you look, you look at the numbers and you're like, how? You know, and I think as, as Zimbabweans, we now have access to those platforms. And it's now just about figuring out how we nurture our numbers. That's my dog Diamond, by the way. Sure, please don't let him out. No, it's a she. It's a she. Oh, she. a Rottweiler. She's a Roddy. You never tell when you're being when you're being when you're getting munched. Yeah. So I think I think the kids, you know, like who doesn't have a studio in Zimbabwe right now? You know, the kid. Every kid got Fruity Loops. Kids are making amazing beats. They've indigenized their art form. They're spitting in vernacular. They can they can switch it around. Everyone's kind of influenced by the South African numbers. Everybody's trying to reach SA numbers. Then we got the Nadia Nakais who are actually becoming significant players in those industries. We got the Tinashes now to look up to. You know, we got you you name it. You just keep Kiki badass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What? What? Kiki, where's the connection with Kiki Badass? No, I'm just naming like yeah, artists doing their thing. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of artists doing their thing, especially in Zim and yeah. out of Zim okay. in the diaspora. I thought he was talking about Zim artists outsiders. Oh, okay. that's nice. what I. Thought. I was I was just Zim talking about active artists, active just studios. There's just so much that hmm. you you know uh, that you you can't do anything right or wrong. You just have to find your own avenue. You know what I mean? So it's, it's there's no formula to it anymore. It's really just about who you are and how you manage to access your audience. I don't know if like there's any Zim artist who has achieved what you have. Like even with your group, your group uh, went uh, multi platinum. Yeah, yeah. That's that's quite huge. Yeah, I don't that's know. Sons of Mannheim. Yeah, Zerna Mannheim. Yeah, that's English. In English. Thank God. At least you can you can, you can speak English. Please say it in that's German. Zerna Mannheim. Okay. Uh, mm. Translated, it means Sons of Mannheim. Exactly. Mm. Just out of curiosity, again, how many languages do you speak? Uh, two and a half. My German sucks. Ah. I speak Shona English and like really sucky. Okay, so German. he speaks Shona. So if you see him in public, Hanyek. Okay, don't talk about him in Shona. He'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do not. <laughs> do not try that at home. No, could it on bad again? 
Yes, so so you basically sit for life, you know. So I'm thinking multi platinum publishing, all that. Yeah, I mean the royalty checks come in yeah. for sure, but uh, I think German platinum is not U.S. platinum. Yeah, I okay. mean it's uh, the, the, yeah, the I noticed the, the numbers are different. They're totally yeah, different. The numbers they consider platinum in the states. And the numbers they consider platinum in Germany, or even the numbers they consider platinum, like I think in here, like a thousand copies is platinum. In yeah, yeah exactly. Like so, the num- <laughs> so the but numbers are different. I, I feel sorry for the podcast because that dog's going crazy now. No, let the so. dog be part of the podcast. We <laughs> need the ambiance. I don't, I don't right. even know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, the numbers are different. And mm. then the band consists of 14 active front members. So okay. by the time you're dividing the checks, by the time you actually getting your piece uh, yeah. then just a stat you might as well have a, a regular job you know? do, you, do you divide it equally though because like let's say it Dep- depends on the project it okay. depends on the project they they set it up with this particular band they try to set up so that everybody gets equal equal shares so it doesn't matter if you're the front man on the camera or you're the guy right. behind the scenes or you're just a person playing the hat you're getting exactly yeah that's how they try the to set, they try to set it up like that and yeah. you had no Jerry Heller problems no you mean mm. in terms of, in terms of management, like management and stuff like that no um, because the, the, the thing is the band is actually the front man of our band is very successful as a solo act okay. his name is Xavier Naidu he's, mm. he's yeah, probably Naidu. Germany's third top selling artist and during his off season because he is confined to the German market he sings in German mm. so for him his audience is Germany Switzerland Austria and he can only do a certain amount of tours in a year yeah. and if he if, if he goes past that he's just going to burn his audience out so he always tries to do it a tour in the beginning of the year and one at the end of the year yeah. but during the middle of that there's a lot of money he could be making doing other things so he set up this band so that he could still go on tour and front like it's not him but it's this <laughs> sons of Mannheim yeah. project mm-hmm. and still get his kicks of being on the road so uh, based on his success he actually opened up his own label he bought up executives from uh, Sony to come and work for his label he bought up some of the most significant uh, 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 physical distribution companies he took them over and he within his own right became his own industry so there's nobody who can um, take that away from him you know so we don't we don't have those kind of issues I'm also curious about like present day like back then you push for some youth uh, issues on radio and stuff like what's what does metaphysics care about right now I'm very very busy with the communities right now that's mm. actually why I'm here I'm working with uh, a lot of community projects mm. um, we, we got ties right now all the way up the ladder with the new government so okay. uh, you know I'm an advocate for uh, the change that's in in process right now mm. and uh, I'm very very engaged with uh, some yeah heavyweight community projects and so motor Republic. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I think that's how this interview came to be. <coughs> yeah, just, just saying, just saying. Motor <laughs> yeah. Republic, shout out to you, man, Comrade Fatso. That's him. That's him. That's him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, 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 in, I'm still engaged with uh, all of that. All right, all right. 
Okay, we've had a serious uh, history lesson on this man's music background. Mm. But there's also the film aspect of things. Mm. He's known to have worked in front of and behind the camera, yeah? Yeah, true. T- tell us about that. How did you end up getting into film? Back to that first camcorder. Uh, it was actually first VCR, and then my cousins got a camcorder. And hey, they were just spoiled brats. They didn't even touch this thing. So I remember <laughs> walking close to... Who lives in Marlborough? You guys? I live in Marlborough. Yeah, walking close to he, Marlborough. He stays where? I don't see where I live. Just to get my hands on that camcorder. Mm-hmm. And then I'd make them just play little roles or whatever it was. So I was just, I just loved the medium and I, and the technology. You know, I'm a tech head too. And I just loved the fact that you could film something and play it back instantly. Um, and when we first recorded our first music video for Piece of Ebony, a film crew came from South Africa and they brought the kit and I was just in paradise all all this technical stuff and the film and how they were loading and I showed great interest in that and uh, the producer was like oh you really like this stuff why don't you come and uh, work for us in South Africa uh, we you know we're looking for a presenter of a show called Shell Road to Fame you could be the host of that and at the same time my, my, my company also does all, most of the music videos and if you want to you can you know learn from us so I really started at the bottom but in one of South Africa's top excuse me I got a call so let's take a break we're we gonna take a break right now my lawyer it's my lawyer yeah 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 we're going for a break (laughs) (laughs) keep it real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis It's your boy Metaphysics, no gimmicks. You tune in to Keep It Real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. Done. <laughs> Keep It Real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Exclusive. All right, so uh, who are you? Yes, I'm your lawyer from Germany. And okay. Uh, this is very confidential, so I'm not not very happy if you share our information. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what, what kind of lawyer? How do you represent me? 
you needs representation in many different ways, but I fortunately I can't talk about that. <laughs> contacting you. All right, thanks. Thank you're a really good lawyer, man. I <laughs> I'll, I'll speak to you later. I'll I'll send you the link to the podcast as well. All right, peace. And we're back. Okay, yeah. back. That was very rude. I should actually have switched off my phone. No, no we're, we're at your house. We can't Amen. give you rules at your house, man. I mean, yeah, but it's just etiquette, <laughs> We're talking yeah. to a living legend here, man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what were we talking about? The, for the VCR? Yeah. yeah. And getting that job in South Africa for SABC, mm. becoming a, um, a, a host for like a primetime show. It was Fridays. It was uh, uh, um, one of the, the, the most watched television shows at the time. Mm. Um, we used to expose talent. It was one, probably one of the first talent search type competition shows, like what they have now, The Voice and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through that, man, I learned so much of how to produce inserts, how to do videos. And I was working in the hub of one of the main... Um, Back in the day in South Africa, it worked like this. You you got a deal with the label, and the label assigned you your video director or producer. Mm. And there was only there was the, the chief, the head of Gallo Records, was married to the woman who owned the video production company. So he'd get all the artists, transfer the budgets to his wife. She'd do the videos. Okay. So they kept the money in rotation like that. You know what I mean? That, sound, that almost sounds illegal. It probably is. You know, <laughs> Conflict of interest in South Africa. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I learned a lot from then and I realized what budgets, what the budgets the artists were actually paying and how much we were paying to get the equipment or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I was now living in the streets of South Africa and I had direct access to the artists. And they'd come in or, you know, they'd come in the office. Like, I remember there was one guy called William Matetwa. Mm. He literally came in with like 40,000 rands in a briefcase. Like, clack, clack. Opened it. And they were like, oh, sorry, William, it's not enough, eh? you got to go back and get more. And I thought, I thought, and that like, point, what? I thought, I thought, yo, that video costs like 10 grand. Yo, William, uh, I'm actually the guy who does the videos here. Mm. So that briefcase that, uh... Do you really want to get the video done? And William Matetwa was then the first independent video I did. I got the 40 Gs. All right. I spent 10. (laughs) And also, it became a defining point in South African music videos because these guys would always follow the same pattern. Oh, it's a black guy, so we'll film him in front of a hut somewhere mm. with some mm, people yeah, carrying whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But by that time, we were now MTV generation, and yeah. guys wanted beamers and they wanted the chicks and this and that. So I remember all he wanted for his video. This was, this was, you know, when you ask a guy, so what's the concept of the video? His concept was this: just get me a brown girl that I can kiss. <laughs> That's all he wanted. <laughs> Wow. Wanted to kiss a brown girl in the video. Ah, come on. For 40 G's, come. Negro, I'll bring you a whole tribe of brown women. <laughs> so I shot William Matetwa. That was my first independent video. That went on to uh, television in SA. That was the first, like, my first independent video. And from that, Arthur Vuvuzela had a label which was called Triple Six. 
um, and Arthur was like a Kwaito producer who had like maybe 15 artists mm-hmm. so I told him look we could do this but uh, I don't need to hire a camera each time just buy me the Sony you know so with the, the Sony had just come out with the with the, the with the digital uh, uh, tape so he bought me a Sony and then I started doing all his artist videos and it got to a point where like a large percentage of videos that started showing mm-hmm. were my videos okay. and that's when the indies, the old oligogs were like wait a minute that's not that's not ours that's not out who's doing this and they figured out it was me and they gave me 24 hours to leave south africa They're like yo you've been making videos illegally uh you were not registered with the uh film union of south africa they just threw loopholes and yeah. not loopholes yeah. they just uh, uh, uh what, do you, what do you call it red tape yo hey 24 yeah. hours i had to leave sa because of that but i left with a wealth of knowledge man mm. and I, I learned i learned to cut videos by splicing that with tape Mm-hmm. And then I learned how to What they call jog edit With what, what you'd have to do Is you'd film your video Then there was a thing Called time code On the video mm-hmm. And then you'd have to Note on paper Where your edits Are going to be And then literally Go back later And punch in Every single In point Of your of your cut And out point Okay Literally on time on, Based on, on time, time. And You'd have to Edit mentally Punch it in physically And then this like really archaic editing machine would either fast forward or go backwards to find your in and out points and then trigger off the next machine next to it and cut like that so i started like that so by the time things became digital Mm. and all of that a i I was cutting videos (laughs) in my mind by the time i had like adobe adobe i think my first was avid i started with avid first hands on avid it was just like what i don't have to punch in time code mark in mark out you're done. It became Edward Scissorhands, man. Mm. That's that's a skill that's actually still one of my main passions, actually, till today. You know what? With someone with that much success, I don't know how you managed to like kind of make it out with no scandals whatsoever. I thought maybe when you're talking about the cameras, I was gonna hear something about a little ex- accidental sex tape or something, but nothing. Ah, no, no, no. Those those, those don't leak. Yeah. Oh, they're there. Nah. Come on. In the vault. <laughs> Come on. With the tape. Come on. Nah, nah. Well, um, you know, if we ever need uh, yeah. that extra porn money, then yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna. I'm sure you've seen like certain artists like before they've even really like five years in the game. Scandal is like overshadowing the music. But I mean, these days it makes the yeah. artists shout out Stunner. You True. know what I mean? So, <laughs> these days, these days, man. But so, some of it is like uh, they're like unwanted. Scandal, so I think for something you planned and you calculated, then it's okay. But if it's something that just backfires and like, oh shit, this was not meant to come out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I, I think also because uh, I was always just attracted to like conscious, mm. like hip hop. Yeah. So that was always the movement. There was, you know, uh, 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 the KRS ones, the Rock Kims. It mm. was always, you know, sort of clean movement. Mm. Nasir. Yeah, the Nazis mm. and stuff like that. The Five Percent Nation. <laughs> the, that whole movement was back in the day actually very clean. Like mm. uh, uh, Rakim's record. Like Rakim is one of my greatest inspirations there's not one single swear word on the first Eric B and Rakim records there's no swearing or anything like that no swear word on uh, Paid in Full Uh, Paid in Full no I don't think so 
they, they, I think I think I think Rakim is actually one of the few artists to actually never curse. Mm. You know, so those kind of scandals. <laughs> we we were we we you know we were, we were intellectual wordsmiths. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like my generation, my culture was about proving your intellectuality. Into the big uh, words in the right. Yeah, stars. exactly. Yeah. So the you know to slip up and get a have a mix uh, sex tape or something like that. Yeah. That's just sloppy, man. Yes, I think people are running out of ways to capture people's attention. That's that's what I'm. Yeah, I did just read now how Black China's giving sloppy head. Like who cares? But she's actually like filing with the police. Like yo. Yeah, Trace but this guy. <laughs> yeah, but come that on. That was not planned. We've, I'm sure nah, she's she just she follows in Kim's footsteps. They call it what? Shock marketing or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you know with the silver contact lens of vampire teeth and yes. uh, sex tapes and blah blah blah. I think people they're just running out of ideas. Especially that generation because those those people are old now. We live in influencer mm. times now, yeah. you know. Those tactics the kids are not interested in that. Kids it's oversaturated anyway. So yeah. Question next. Alright, let's just head to the break and we'll be back with our final segment. Uh, we're gonna twist this one up a little bit. It's a social architect, man. And I'm Brian Willis, no relation of Bruce. He owns you must realize that tonight is not for going out, brah. I know it's a Friday and everything, but Ash, we have to stay inside and listen to the podcast there. What you mean which podcast? You don't know about keeping it real Fridays with the other on seller team day and Brian Willis, brah. Those ones come through where they invite the best hip-hop owns and they be playing the best hip-hop music there and everyone is packed and Ash, it's like going to the club without cutting. And we're back with the main event and main segment. I'm not. I'm not sure if I like this one because this one's getting what remixed. It's, it's getting <laughs> remixed. It's not the normal one. So you're gonna give it a name. Uh, it's called HAV or Have. That sounds like <laughs> HIV, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, with the, with, the, with the musical twist on it. Yeah, people yeah, used to no listen. Idea what's going on? For your information. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't know uh, what let me, the hell let me, these let me, boys are talking about. <laughs> let me explain to you what the previous mm. uh, segment was. It's called SMF. Uh, smash, marry, or friendzone. Mm. And we'd give you three female names, and you choose who you'd smash, marry. Yeah. But we we Just decided me. to change it due to the fact that. <laughs> It felt a little disrespectful in your Plus, uh, you, know. you know, we just need to switch it up. We, d- we did so, the same with yeah. Courtney Antipas when he came through. I don't know if you know him. LC. No. Oh, LC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, I was about like, whoa. Okay, okay. <laughs> Homies are known out here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So with this one, it's called uh, HAV, not HIV. <laughs> you gave it a name, bro, not me. Hook, <laughs> album. Or verse. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna call out like three names, and you can just designate who you'd let uh, do a, do a hook for you, or who you do a collab album with, or whose verse would you take for All right, cool. a project? I like yours. this. Yeah. I like this game. For a fantasy project. You know, so you, know, you, you never know. Hopefully, hopefully we can make it. So hopefully we can make this fantasy project happen one day. So the names are Drumroll Please. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You're gonna give him three names, right? So with each name, you have to choose 
only one option for each. I got it. Yeah, cool. He got it. All right, so the names are Begotten Son, Cynic, Comrade Fats. They all got H A V. All yeah. right, uh, Begotten. Mm. I've done a lot of work with Begotten. Mm. I've had him on Hooks versus videos, mm. uh, and now. I'm digging his political sense of mind and mm. his swag with Lumumba and what they were doing in the jungles of the revolution. I would give Begotten... I don't know if his verses are still intact, though. I, I don't know. Begotten, I think he's doing a lot for the kids. He's giving kids great platforms. Mm. He, he recently did expect us, and from, from the... I can safely say his verses are still intact. Okay, mm. but I... I you know, I... I, I yeah, actually, I, he, he dropped some bars recently. Mm-hmm. So, uh, verse. Verse, begotten. So, begotten son, verse. And Cynic. Yeah. Again, another kid that I've, I've worked with. Um, we actually did a track. I don't even know why it's not out. We did a track with... Uh, Cynic, with, why is that track not out? With Toomey. Mm. So, we got, oh, yeah. we got Toomey on that. When he Cynic. came through? Yeah, when he was out here. Mm. So, I've, you know... I, I think his, ver- his, his hooks are probably a little bit sloppy. It, it's hook, mm. ass, <laughs> <laughs> hooks, collab album, or verse. You know what? Yeah, or, or verse. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hooks, ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> JJ. Have. Uh, <laughs> collab albums with these kids, we won't be making money, man. We won't be making cash yeah, so it's all about cash now yeah it's, always it's been, moved from it's always been, it's always been so, from those first <laughs> letters that Terry taught us to, to uh, write okay. that all changed right, everything alright alright all right. out of imagine you doing like a kind of like a distant relatives kind of album like you know that Nas and with Cynic yeah kind of you can tell this is a man with bills to pay man we don't be doing albums for fun it's basically what he's saying okay yeah God, so I'll give him a hook. Give him a hook. I'll give Even him though you said they sloppy, yeah, I'll give him a hook just to, Damn, just man. to let him off the hook. You know what I mean? Now I, I like I like Cynic. He's a good kid, <laughs> and we've worked together. Mm. So I had no need to front on the kid. We've mm. we've done work. We've collabed, and I actually gave him a verse okay. because it was his project. So. Yeah, imagine uh, just just for this game hook yeah, hook because we've already done the verse. That's that's a given. So based on the Sweet. lack of choices, uh, Comrade Fatso will be collab album. Even though I said that's the only option left. I, I told him when I bumped into him that day more. You've fallen off as an artist, my guy. Yeah, but anyway. yeah. yeah Comrade Fatso is after you, by the way, Sally. I forgot to tell you as that. A, as an artist, I said he, as, a, as a businessman <laughs> and, and community <laughs> builder. Comrade Fatso fell off. As an artist. <laughs> as an artist. <laughs> I said as a community builder and a businessman, he's way up there. As an artist, he's not active. And as he was never really an artist. <laughs> I, th- I think I, I think he was just. Trying. I don't think he's confirming you. <laughs> I think, I think he's not. He's not confirming. I think Fatso just wanted to bring home an agenda, and he used the vehicle okay. of music because Apology. he was in that yeah. circle. Yeah. And you know, I think he just wanted to get his leg in to actually becoming what he's, you know, he is now and what he's doing. He's still very. He's still doing a lot for the culture, but I think as an artist, I think he was really wasting his time. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I didn't feel his stuff. Plus, at he didn't all. check out as well. His he, his leg is still in the game, so we'll charge him like he's still in the game. Okay, that's that's that's, that's <laughs> so all he fell good. off. He fell off. Isn't yeah, it? I think so. I, I, well, okay. you know, there's no, too much credit because no, but I don't think do he was ever off? on. How do you fall off if you were never on? <laughs> he's no, yeah, he's, he's never on. He was never on. on. So how do you fall off? And that and that very day, he was threatening to release an album just two weeks ago. I don't know how far. I I don't know. He but I don't know. Comrade Fatso He's doing a lot for the community I'm not going to no, take away no, that. Really Comrade Fatso He's doing a lot for hip hop yeah. He's doing a lot for the culture He's brought some amazing acts here He's created such a great platform And I love him for that But I would never He would never be on my list of collabs On any kind of collaboration so Besides trying to get my artists Maybe mm. to onto one of his platforms Yeah You know uh, for, for, for management mm. Or for booking Definitely He's on, on the on, on speed dial But for artists You know Collab And whatnot. Not really, man. I'd even have to pass on that one. Sure. I'd, I'd, nah, pass. So I guess this is going to be like the Namas where there was a category where there was no winner recently. Nah, that was, that was a pass. That yeah. was a pass. So, How did that happen with any nominees? They were there, but they just found the work not being worthy. So, so why no, were they nominees? No and some of the nominees came from outside of Harare, which was very... No, my question is, why not just scrap the entire award? Why have nominees, have them come to the show and then say, ah, you know what? They're being None extra. of you deserve it. What is that? <laughs> They're being yeah, extra. Yeah, that's kind of weird. They're being extra. And nominated for none deserving to be nominated. <laughs> what is that? But that is nominees for those who don't deserve I, to be nominated. First, this is the first time I'm hearing about that. Really? Man. For real? It's been all over, Wait, man. <laughs> what categories? 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 What Man, so many discrepancies with this no, year's numbers. No, no, no. Those numbers, whoever organized that shit, mm. they need to like go back home, start again. <laughs> people were I complaining about those awards anyway. Huh? Yeah, people lot. were saying it was just sloppy yeah. again. And I, I, what I heard about the numbers were Amara Brown's fans not being mm. happy that she got snubbed. Yeah, but I did. I did look up Janet, but she's well, like quite, quite a following as well. So she's, just, she's not a nobody. She's got a talk show. I'm not saying she's a nobody. I'm just saying that's all yeah. I heard about the numbers. Yeah. Okay. I just heard word on the street that probably. Anyway, anyway let's let's, let me let's summarize this up. <laughs> so so I, I just want to ask a question though. Yeah. Sure. So when you thought metaphysics, those are the three artists you thought I deserve to be asked honestly. <laughs> okay. Here's the here's the honest truth. This Hold was on. remixed on the spot. Uh huh. So but who like, came up with those three artists? You can blame Celatine for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> leave him in the leave him in the cold for this. Okay. Okay. No, I, I just I just put some really artists like... some artists with some stripes. I didn't want to put so, someone who's just uh, giving melodies on those. Because yeah. you guys didn't even make that difficult or anything. That was you well, didn't make it difficult. Celatine, uh, Celatine, that was sloppy. That was sloppy. That was sloppy. That was as sloppy as the people who were sloppy at the, at the category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you could have been nominated <laughs> on one of those sloppy <laughs> categories. Not to not hey, just so we can cancel it. You know, to yeah, I'm saying like and category. I put son of a visionary. I put a legendary young wordsmith cynic. What else I put? And I put a community builder 
Who's nah. gonna fall in love a little bit? Just to set him up, man. Nah, I know yeah, you. Probably. I know you were. Yeah, probably. That's why you put comment for today. You set him up. Probably. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I am not but, involved. But I'm just glad. Yeah, but shout out Begotten's. Shout out Cynic and mm. shout out. So let's let's summarize the segment, mm. Comrade so, Fatso. HAV, HAV, hook, album or verse? Begotten Son, verse. Verse. Uh, cynic hook. Cynic, cynic hook. hook. Comrade Fatso, pass. No, no pass, but no, pass. no smash, no pass. <laughs> <laughs> but pass. Hey, let, let my man do an interlude or something, man. Oh, oh man, but anyway. Oh man. Interlude. Tap dancing. Metaphysics. It was great having you on Keep It Real Fridays, man. We had a blast. Mm. Uh, tell people where they can find you online if they want to work with you yeah, or if they need social, help from so, social like media. You. Social media. You'll find me Metaphysics Keywords I'm out there mm. Like how we are Right now In the garden With the crickets In the background And uh, all of that The ambience Of just you, you that stay, Zimbabwe you know, In the You know In Africa Zimbabwe Our, our former president's birthday A youth day Brought about By a 94 year old That's ironic It is It is <laughs> But anyway It's uh, Keep it real Friday Your boy Metaphysics I was doing my thing And it's nice That you cats Came all the way all right. To do this all right. Feel free to call us up anytime, my guy. Easy. And Brian, where can the people find you? Um, Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce. You can catch me on Facebook, Cashbit Brian Willis. On Instagram and Twitter, it's at Brian Willis ZW. What happened to Cashbit 87? But anyway. I am Celetine S E L E T I N E hashtag social architect. Yeah. <laughs> and we and are Comet Fetzel's ass kisser. <laughs> What's coming from this? But anyway, we are the mighty. Okay, I think this is where we cut. This is where we cut. We want something from him. Not even. And we are the mighty, mighty. Keep it real, fighters, and we're out. Keep it real Fridays with Celadine and Brian Willis. There's always going to be dark days. There's always going to be people around you trying to help you fight those dark days. But even through those dark days, know those days are the reason why we can see the light. So when your light shines, shine and shine brighter, don't let nobody dim you. We have no, we have no reaction before. He said, "How did it come up last time?" The it was, it was. Uh, you know, it's hard to see the light when all you, they you do is hate. Like but just remember, like, girl, it's only just he's a day. He's building, so he's building other artists. Time you can't say Jay Z fellow. You keep begging and you pleading for somebody to come save you. All that pressure got you under, got you feeling all defeated, so defeated.
mountain And every level sends another devil to doubt ya Your family and friends may be willing to count ya out now But the now never matters until the future is found Oh, I know you're weak and you're ready to call it quits Oh, I know You're deep in the dark and don't know the steps All I know But this ain't no way then you beat your own drum Do your own dance and own that So what's next? Steady on the self-hate Try to be kind until the face you find in the mirror As you climb up, heaven is a mile away Try to smile away, but every hater, cause any day could be time up. Fall to the feeling of the floor, don't hurt ya. Call to the heavens and they won't desert ya. Grind to the nights feel just like days. To the nights feel just like days. Six free.